What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Nurse Blake Podcast. We are going to talk all about travel nursing and also review some tour reviews from the PTO Comedy Tour. And to do all this, I'm here with Brett. With two T's. With two T's. <laughs> What's up, everybody? We have had such a great morning. We are in Iowa City, Iowa, and it's beautiful. Yeah, it's stunning out. Yesterday, it was a little overcast, a little rainy, kind of like Seattle. It was like a yeah, mist. It was really overcast. I mean, it was like rainy, not where you needed an umbrella. Yeah. But how do I say a raincoat would have been nice. That would have been nice because my hoodie is definitely very wet. Yeah. But yesterday was probably 67 and cold. And today it's like 55 and warm. And <laughs> is that weird? Yeah. Well, because I mean, the sun's out. It's absolutely beautiful. I feel like we're on an episode of The Simpsons. There's just like those big puffy clouds. It's just beautiful weather. I out. never watched that show, The Simpsons. I, I wasn't a big, I didn't watch that too much either. Simpsons. I was, uh, what did I watch growing up? Nickelodeon. Regrets. Regrets. <laughs> yeah, I never really Party. watched like The Simpsons or South Park or any of that. I didn't start watching like grown-up cartoons until I met you and we would watch Bob's Burgers. Oh, yeah. Oh, fun. fun. And Family Guy. Family Guy and American Dad. Yes. Oh, my God. All the Seth so MacFarlane shows. I used to really like South Park, too. Back I in never the day. got into that. It's so funny. So, oh, you really liked Archer. Oh, I loved Archer. You liked Archer. Yes, Archer was awesome. I do like, I have to say, an adult cartoon, Big Mouth. Big Mouth is the best. With Nick Kroll. Yes. Comedian. He's so funny. It's hilarious. It's such a great show. I think that's like, that show is written for nurses too. Because it's just so raw. It's all about like these little kids who are going through their their sexual- Puberty. Puberty, just awkwardness. It's very raw. It's hilarious. A lot of people ask, like, when did you get funny? And I was like, <laughs> I think I was always funny. No, um, I think just nurses and healthcare professionals are just funny by nature. I think so. Because we have to have, like, dark, crude humor to get through our long shifts. Yeah, and the things that you see and the, the things that you deal with on a daily basis, like, having a sense of humor, I think, helps cope. Is important. Yeah. What other people may not find funny they would probably find it rude. We kind of find it funny, but just because that's what we're going through. Nurses can't, yeah. I mean, in all the happy hours I've been to uh, <laughs> after your shifts with nurses, they can be pretty raw and crude. But again, like the average person isn't dealing with the things that a nurse deals with. Right. I mean, you know, you just come off a shift with a thoracotomy. I think you can drop the F-bomb and be a little graphic. Wait, what's a thoracotomy? That's when you crack the chest open. <laughs> I'm prepping for You're the You're learning class. something. I, I love know. that. I've taught you so much. I've been listening. That's amazing. <laughs> My favorite thing this week, I have a few things. One, Uber Eats. I forget how much we rely on Uber Eats when we're touring because we're constantly ordering food. I, I think a lot of people, and even me, I thought we were going to have time to go like out and explore and try all these unique restaurants and like dine out. We don't have time. No. So we're constantly just ordering Uber Eats. But what's cool is like a lot of the local favorite restaurants are, are on Uber Eats. So we're able to try, you know, those restaurants and stuff while we're out. Yeah, we thought we were going to just have so much opportunity to see the country and explore all these cities we're going to. And, you know, we're either, we find that we're either working or exhausted. That's right. I mean, we were able to explore Iowa City because we had a day off. Yeah. And that's the only 
way we were able to I think explore. we only have four days off this month. In October? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, because we're packing these shows in. Packing these shows in. So Uber Eats, I love. Shout out to all our awesome Uber drivers. Listen, if you order Uber Eats, tip them well. Yeah. Tip your Uber drivers well. They're so nice. We ordered from two different places last night. And one of the Uber drivers that had your food walked it up to our hotel room door. And that was so nice. And my guy was like, I'm here outside. Get your meal. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Outside, which is totally fine because I needed the steps. My my other favorite thing this week are TikTok sunglasses. Oh, my gosh. So Brett's not on TikTok, but I am. And I have to say I'm obsessed with the platform. I love TikTok. But it's so cool because when people go live, you get to send them gifts. And one of the gifts I like to send are sunglasses. It's pretty funny. So when people are talking and going live, you could send them sunglasses and they will actually put sunglasses over their eyes. Like it's a gift. Well, it's like thug life, you know? Remember yeah. the thug life memes? memes. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing. Although it happens whenever you want it to happen when you're watching someone go live. So like these sunglasses just come in and land on their face. It's pretty it's funny. So, it's only for a few seconds. But what I, why I do that is because people love it. They're so surprised they got sunglasses. It's so cute. So Brett's like, uh, what is this credit card? What is I'm this? like, what is this like $500 from TikTok on our credit card? I send people sunglasses. <laughs> at like midnight. I only do it at night. Yeah. I feel like when I can't sleep... You'll find me on TikTok sending sunglasses at night. I love it. It's my favorite thing to do. It is fun. I love that so much. Um, so the tour, we are almost halfway through, I think. Almost. Getting there. We're like Getting show. There. I think in like four or five more shows, we'll be halfway through. Wow. I know. That's crazy. This will be show 23, I think, mm-hmm. out of 55. We've only been on the road a month. Mm-hmm. And it feels like a year. It does. It's so in a good way. It yeah. feels like a year in a good way. Well, it's funny. We'll we'll talk about like a past show, and we'll be like, "Oh my god, this feels like forever ago." And that and was only a was few like days a ago. Week ago. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's wild. Yeah. Speaking of traveling, we're going to be talking about travel nursing. Now, full disclosure: I am not a travel nurse. A lot of people think I am. Even I thought I was because we moved all over the country and I've worked at all these different hospitals. Like I worked in Florida and South Carolina and Texas and Seattle, but I've only worked there as a staff nurse. So not as a travel nurse. So travel nursing is a hot topic. It's always a hot topic because I think it's a sexy career in nursing, but I think even more than ever, just because travel nurses are so needed during this time we're living in, especially with a pandemic. Yeah, I mean, it's filling the staffing needs of a lot of healthcare facilities. Um, It's not necessarily the right approach, right? but there's a ton of opportunity out there for for registered nurses and APRNs to to travel and to to get paid. To go make that money. I mean, travel nurses are making more now than ever. So if you want to be a travel nurse... Go out there and make your coin. I mean, it is like the perfect time to make money. I say this kind of jokingly, but if I were single, I would be a travel nurse. Oh, I could see that. (laughs) It would be fun. I mean, I guess we could travel nurse together. There are a lot of couples that travel nurse together. Yeah. I even have a friend who her husband quit his job. They live in an RV with their two kids and she just travel nurses. 
That's fun. So fun. And you give the opportunity for your kids to grow up like in an RV. They're not in school. They're not like school age yet. They're little kids. I don't know what's school age, like eight? You're asking the wrong guy. When's school age? Like maybe by the time they're eight and in school, they'll be, they (laughs) were going to settle down. I don't know. Trying to think, when do kids go to school? First grade or eight? No, no. You're six, maybe? I have no idea. Maybe six. If you graduate 18 and there's 12 grades, Mm -hmm. you got to be roughly six. Okay, so six. Maybe when the kids are six, they'll settle down. Yeah. But that is so fun. I mean, we lived in RV. We loved it. So maybe that's in our future. We're, well, oh my God, we're basically living that right now. Yeah, that's pretty much what we're doing. We're living <laughs> off a bus right now. That's pretty much what we're doing. Travel con- contracts can last different lengths of time. The average is like 13 weeks. But if you like a place, you could extend. But you could only extend so many times before they make you like a staff nurse. Uh, so what a lot of travel nurses will do is they'll try different areas, work different areas. And if they love a place in a hospital in a city, they'll extend. Okay. When I worked in Seattle, all the travel nurses extended because they yeah. just loved it so much. And we would just tell them, if you could get through a winter, I bet you'll become a staff nurse. Right. Those but, winters are tough. Let me tell you, it's hard going from a travel nurse and making that money and then going to a staff nurse position. Because don't you also get like um, a housing allowance and a bunch of other perks on top of a nice salary? Yeah, you get a stipend and like yeah. a per diem. You get a housing stipend and per diem. It's different, per, it's different per agency. So yeah. these are things you have to like check out and make sure you know and understand. Uh, especially if you're a new traveler interested, you don't really know what kind of perks are out there. So I bet a lot of new travelers get taken advantage of in that sense. Yeah. Um, so definitely, definitely find some really cool uh, travel nurses to follow on Instagram and try to get their advice and feedback before you, you know, you take on a travel exci- assignment. There's so many travel nurse agencies out there. There's so many. So you definitely want to make sure you pick the right one and you have a great relationship with your recruiter because your recruiter is basically your advocate and the person that's going to set everything up for you, and the person who's going to be there if there are any issues that arise. So let's say you're working a travel assignment in Houston, and there's like really bad flooding, and you have to get to your your job. Like, how does that work? You work with your recruiter. Oh, wow. Because your manager, you don't really know your manager. You're new. So it's your recruiter that's going to have your what back. What do staff n- nurses really know their managers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No. No. Especially that, during the pandemic. Oh, my gosh. Right. That is so funny. Facts. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. That's, that's super funny. Yeah. So travel nursing, like, how does it work? Again, I am not a travel nurse, but every nurse I've met, throughout my life and nursing experience, the most funnest ones, coolest ones are travel nurses. They have They are just so, listen, as a staff nurse in Seattle or wherever I worked, um, I just want to go home and go to bed. And these travelers are like, let's go out on a hike. Let's go out dancing. (laughs) Let's go out explore. Like they constantly want to explore. And I love that energy. Yeah. Love that energy. So um, there are a lot of private staffing agencies that employ nurses to work short-term roles where there are nursing shortages. And travel nurses have the opportunity to make a lot more money than a staff nurse position. 
Um, so staff nurses, just if someone doesn't know what a staff nurse is, they work in a hospital. They're usually paid a set salary based on education and experience, and they typically receive uh, incremental pay increases throughout various timeframes. And then travel nurses are paid packages that are composed of various components like hourly pay, non-taxed housing stipends, Oh, non-tax nice. per diems. Oh, that's nice. And travel reimbursements and more. But the problem is you have to make sure you're saving money for your taxes later. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So oh, so they're not taking federal taxes out of your pay? I don't think so. Okay, but that's okay. You just have to make sure. But a lot of know. new travel nurses, right. you know, they're like, oh my gosh, really look understand. at the size of these paychecks, but... Yeah, you might owe 20, 25%. Yeah, so taxes are complicated. So definitely you want to do all your diligence and make sure you're saving depending on what type of, you know, a contract you get with state yeah. you're traveling in, which state you live in. Like, it's so complicated. Get like a CPA. It probably costs you about 1000 bucks for the whole year mm-hmm. for them to do your taxes, to give you advice, and that will save you because you're making a lot more than a thousand dollars more a year. So a lot of money. Pay that thousand bucks. Have a real CPA do your taxes um, and advise you. This is some H and R block shit. You could probably use them. Yeah. 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 Definitely do your diligence when it comes to all that money because you want to make sure you're doing it right. Yeah, because you you might have to pay state taxes in in those states, and if you take four different travel assignments in four different states throughout the year, you're going to have to report to four different states. Yes. There's only seven states, I think, in the country that don't have state income tax. So you plan to report to all these different states. Yeah, for sure. What is a cool thing about being a traveler is some travelers still live where their like home is and take a travel contract. You just have to live over 50 miles away from where you work. Oh. So listen, if Florida, I could take, I could be in Florida, take a travel nurse contract in Tampa. Tampa and make all that bank yeah. and all that bread. Didn't we meet someone once who they still lived technically in Florida, but they flew to California like yes. three or four days a week. They would just take a flight out, spend a few days doing their assignment, take a flight back. And it was so much more. Because Florida nurses get paid nothing. Like, it's the staff nurse side. Yeah. I don't know about the travel nurse side. But, yeah, a few years ago, we did meet someone who was like, I travel, um, the person who cuts my hair in uh, Orlando, his girlfriend takes a travel contract in, like, Gainesville. Oh. And her mom lives up there, so she stays with her mom a few days a week and is making all that money. That's awesome. So so you, you don't necessarily have to go to a different state and like leave your family behind and it's like so sad. Like it's not it's not like that. Right. <laughs> it doesn't have to be like that. You can if you want to travel to different states and stuff. The most common states I see travelers go are Florida, Texas, California, Hawaii. Oh fun. Hawaii's a big one. They remember when we were in Hawaii, we were just hiking. Where were we hiking? The bamboo uh, forest. Yeah, in Maui. In out Maui. Near, out out near Hana. Yep, so cool. And this travel nurse like, oh my God, you're Nurse Blake. I'm like, what are you doing out here? She's like, I'm a travel nurse. Just hiking. So hiking. Yeah. Because yeah. I got Of so course, much hiking. I love it. Uh, so cool. I, I want to go back to Hawaii. I want to go to Honolulu. I think that would be so fun. Yeah. I want to do a show in Hawaii. We're working on it. And Alaska. Yep. And Miami. Yep. And Vegas. We got to have Vegas. Vegas. Definitely yep. Vegas. That'd be so fun. We, we got some more dates. Did I say Alaska? I think so. 
We're okay. working on some more dates. Some facts to know about travel nursing. Typically, you need two years as a registered nurse is typically the requirement for most agencies. It may be one year at the maximum minimum. Does that make sense? Maximum minimum? Mm, sure. One year at the minimum. Yeah. Got to have a, at least, a, so don't expect to come out of nursing school and jump right into travel nursing. No. And here's the problem right now is so many nurses are so burnt out, not getting paid enough that they're just taking these travel contracts and hospitals need nurses so bad that they're not really measuring their experience. And if you don't know what it's like being a travel nurse, listen, it is not easy. Your orientation is one, maybe two days, and then you are on the floor a full 12-hour shift. Yep. You still don't know the code to the supply closet. You don't know where pharmacy is. You don't know where anything is. So if you're not an experienced nurse, if you don't know, you know <laughs> how to care for patients in whatever specialty that is, it's not safe. It's not safe on you, on your license, and it's definitely not safe for the patient. So, so definitely, you know, don't just think you could get out of nursing school and, and just take a nursing job or don't think you could work in, you know, ICU and take a med surge, you know, travel nurse job because it pays more or something. They're well, all and- specialties within their own. So, so listen, if you're working two years in an ICU, you're going to mostly travel in an ICU role. If you're working in a med surge year, med surge floor for two years, you're probably going to travel in a med surge role. Yeah. And even if you have 10 years of experience, you being a travel nurse is still, you're, you're basically a temp. So when you show up on that floor, you know, the policies, procedures, the other people, you, you know, you got to be really quick on your feet. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's a lot more, I don't know if frustrating is the right word, but it's certainly a lot more challenging than being a staff nurse there for a long time where you start to understand more things. So yeah. it's it's definitely more pressure and it's yeah. definitely a different vibe. You have to know what you're doing. Yeah, you're getting paid more, but you're also you're also putting a lot it's of effort not easy. into it. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely not easy. Um, a lot of travelers say that there's sometimes some um, tension between staff nurses and travel nurses. Yeah. And I think the environment, I think it goes both ways. One way staff nurses love the help from travel nurses. They're like, thank you so much. We were so short. We love you. Thanks for working. And unfortunately, you got some staff nurses only making $30 an hour. And you got these travelers making $80 an hour. And then it's like doing the same work. Mm -hmm. So listen, at the end of the day, it's not on the traveler or the staff nurse for, for those problems. You have to love your travelers. You have to support your travelers, travelers support and love your staff nurses because, you know, we're all in the same bucket at the end of the day. However, there are issues with staffing in hospitals and hospitals paying certain nurses a lot more money because they need them for the same job. And yet they're not paying the nurses that have been loyal on that unit on that floor. However, that's not a travel nurse problem or a staff nurse problem. That's a problem with our administration that's a problem with nursing and a problem that um our hospitals have let happen and get out of control yeah yeah it's really on them i mean and it, and they sort of have created this environment because yeah. because they are not paying and supporting their staff more people are leaving to take travel assignments because they're like well more people are just leaving in general right and then you have all these holes so now all of a sudden hospitals are desperate so they're like well we need to fill these 
these absolutely minimum roles, minimal roles. So, so they're like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll bring in travelers. And so they're able to charge an arm and a leg. And then other staff nurses who are burnt out, but don't really want to leave. They're like, well, wait a second. You mean I can make three times more money if I do travel nursing. So then they leave for that. And it's this sort of snowball effect that at the end of the day really starts from the hospitals not properly staffing and compensating and supporting their staff in the first place. Preach it, boy. Say it louder for the people in the back. Say it louder (laughs) for the people in the back. No, there's so many problems right now when it comes to staffing and it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. Right now, they're already in some states are looking at laws to make sure that, um, which is crazy because it shouldn't be the problem that, you know, uh, travel nurses shouldn't make so much money or something. So it keeps the cost low on the hospitals. Yeah, well, that's the way the, you know, the hospitals at the end of the day have all the leverage, right? They're usually the biggest employers in a city. Uh, They have huge lobby groups. And so they're going to tackle the problem by saying, hey, no, we know that we need to fill these roles, but let's just make it illegal for them to make so much money, which is so ass backwards. You know, any, any hospital that says, oh, there's just not enough staff or, oh, you know, it's just burnout because it's so tough. Shut up. It's yeah, like, shut please. up. You're the problem. These exactly. hospitals are the problem. And actually, I feel like, well, we talk about this all the time. Nurses are kind of in the position to pick and choose and be picky when it comes to their roles because yeah. we are in demand. Right now, nurses are in demand. So this is our chance to stand up and say, we're not putting up with that shit no more. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for the first time in a very long time, it's it's employees who hold the cards and yeah. have the power. Not only in healthcare, but yeah, in I mean, a lot of positions go to McDonald's right now. And, and it's hard to find people working because they're like, I'm not coming back to McDonald's and making no, $8 an hour. I don't blame them. I don't blame them. So, yeah. you know, these hospitals are freaked out. These employers are so scared because all of a sudden they're going to have to pay a living wage, a proper wage, right. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, we and, hold the cards right now. Yeah. So it's definitely about sticking together, supporting one another. A lot of um, nurses are striking. We're seeing that a lot. There's one hospital these nurses have been on strike for seven months. And shame, 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 shame on that hospital for not you know meeting the nurses somewhere in the middle. It's, it's horrible. Perfect example. So I, I don't know all the, de- I know that's in Massachusetts. I don't know all the details, but they're clearly paying like scab nurses to come in and to so assume So scab nurses, if you don't know, they're strike nurses. So nurses don't just walk out of the hospital. What happens is nurses say, hey, these are what we're looking for in the demands. If you can't reach those demands, we are gonna strike in two weeks. So that gives the hospital enough time to look for scab nurses, strike nurses to come and fill those roles. Which is basically like travel nurses, but it's it's an even more str- like difficult assignment because you know, th- these nurses they're they're qualified nurses, but they're literally coming in and they're like we will work while other nurses are striking. Okay. So they get paid the, the top most dollar. That's the- because they're having to walk through the picket line to go into these units to care for the patients. Mm-hmm. So that's like a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. For seven months, the hospitals paid them. Right. So they, they clearly have, money. have enough money. These hospitals have the money. They just don't want to give it to the nurses. So bullshit. It's crazy. No, it's wild. Yeah. So scab nurses, they, they pay the most when it comes to travelers and assignments. Again, we can't leave these patients unattended, you know, and not cared for in a hospital. Um, 
But it is, you know, a tricky position when you do have, you know, strike nurses or scab nurses crossing the picket line, you know. But but they got to care for the patients while the strike nurses are are doing their thing out there striking for for better staffing and better care. Yeah, um, I've I've always felt that if nurses are to the point where they're willing to leave the hospital and not get paid, and not show up to work, and not get paid, paid, but more importantly, to literally leave the bedside and leave. You're, you're not leaving the patients because again, the hospitals, they give them time for the hospitals to bring in very expensive staff to cover. But these nurses have to be pushed to the brink yeah. to get to the point where they're willing to say, I'm going to, I'm going to abandon, not, not abandon. I'm going to leave the bedside and strike. Because it's so bad. Because yeah. it's so bad. The environment's so toxic, so unsafe. I always support all my nurses out there on strike, I know there's a large hospital system um, that has multiple facilities around multiple states. Um, they're planning, nurses are planning a big strike. So I always support and send love to, to every nurse that's out there on strike, really essentially advocating for patients, advocating for better environments for nurses. Yeah. Like you said, they must be at their brink. Yeah, because think about, you know, you hear other strikes, uh, you know, if a warehouse employee strike or a factory strikes, you're only affecting, the you're truly just affecting the bottom line of that factory. Right. You know, I mean, it's different when nurses are like, we're going to strike and not come in and care for patients. You got to really, that's yeah. how bad it is. Yep. That Stopping doing to, something that we love yeah. in order to advocate in a different way because the environment is just so toxic. And the fact that that hospital they're on month seven of a strike. It's and they can't come disgusting to, a, to yeah, me. Yeah, they can't come to some sort of- But like of, you said, they're paying an arm and a leg for these scab nurses. Well, and I'm sure the hospital, I mean, their PR department is simply blaming the nurses. I mean, right. look at look at what happens every time, you know, you get called in like, hey, can you pick up a shift? And you're guilted into, oh, well, why won't you support your team by not coming in on your day? No, off? you better staff. You need to learn exactly. how to staff. There are plenty of nurses. There's just they're not, not plenty putting it of up support. with it anymore. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't blame the nurses that aren't putting up with it anymore. It's Every crazy. time I hear that there's a a nurses a nursing shortage, it's a joke. It, that's again. That is again. Then blame the us. hospitals and the big organizations blame blaming us. nurses. There's not enough nurses, or they're being they're not resilient enough. In, instead of instead of looking at the real cause of why these nurses are either leaving the profession um, or striking. Yeah, no, it's crazy. I do have to say, you know, these travel nurses, you know, even though they're making a lot of money to come into these facilities, um, a lot of times there is a, I say shortage, but there are problems at that hospital that require more staff. So most of the time, these travel assignments aren't at the most cushy, nicest facilities. Mm, yeah. Yeah, they're clearly not fully staffed. Right. Or There's they problems wouldn't need the travel there. nurses. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, good point. Um, so some other things to know if you're interested in travel nursing, um, look for an agency that you like and love. Trustworthy agencies will publish their compensation packages publicly and will disclose take-home pay. So look for transparency. So listen, I've seen it on the other end where these travel nurse agencies are paying hospitals 150 an hour for the nurse, but yet only paying the nurse $80 an hour. Mm. So yeah. you definitely want to pick a trustworthy agency. Yep. Um, you're going to have to maintain multiple state license. If you know you want to travel to certain areas, you're going to have to get licensed, which 
during this time, even though nurses are in such high demand, there's such a nursing shortage, a lot of these boards of nursing are um, still working from home because it's a pandemic. So it's a little slower to get a <laughs> well, license. they got to be safe. They got to be safe. So whenever you're applying for a new state, make sure you have enough time to be able to get your license, which mostly takes money and a check to get licensed. I hope more states join the compact licensure. Yeah. Uh, I know more states every year join the compact states, and I hope that that happens more and more. Um, ask directly for high-paying assignments. Um, like you said, the highest-paying rates are going to be whenever there's a rapid response or a quick need and or strikes. Read each contract carefully and submit for multiple agencies at one time to increase your opportunities. Essentially, it's like looking for a new job. You want to sell yourself. Sell yourself. Sell yourself and invest in an, a lawyer to look over the contract. You know, signing a contract, so many times like me, I just sign on the line. But it's so important you read every word of a contract. This is why I read them. <laughs> Ask agencies about travel reimbursements. Non-tax stipends are used for expenses such as housing, meals, and other incidentals and are in addition to your hourly pay. A lot of travel nurse agencies, instead of stipends, will just provide housing. Oh. Well, listen, mm. you want to look at their housing because it's sometimes the cheapest housing they could find to keep their costs low. Yeah. So I would always take a stipend over uh, them choosing housing for yeah, me. Yeah, I don't like that. No. The, Who knows where, where you're going to end up? Yeah. One of the nurses I know, there's a travel nurse, took a... Uh, their housing and like it didn't have air condition or washer and dryer and it's oh, no. like just take the stipend yeah take the stipend Pre uh, prepare to be flexible um you have to be flexible of course you know most <laughs> brett's trying to like do splits over here you are a lot more flexible than i am i'm i am pretty flexible yeah. I mean, when I was in elementary school, like, remember when you had to do the sit and reach? Oh, the sit and reach. I could not even reach the reach. Oh, I no. I could just sit. Yeah, you couldn't I was touch your so, toes. I can't touch my toes. I had almost a foot past my... Uh, really? Yeah. Your arms are I, long. Yeah, my so, sit and reach was listen, always good. I can't sit and reach. I can't <laughs> touch my toes. I also can't snap my fingers or whistle. Or whistle. Okay, let, let me try to snap my fingers. I can't snap my fingers. No? No. Can you? No. I literally can't. It's so cute. Why can't I? <laughs> I don't know. And I can't whistle. Can you whistle? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who did which? <laughs> and Aww. I, well, I, so close, babe. I've been trying this every day for the past 20 years. I still can't do that. <laughs> What what were you doing in like second and third grade? Isn't that not whistling? How to whistle not whistling. Not with playing with Barbie dolls. That's funny. It was National Coming Out Day this week. Aww. Um, so if you don't know, uh, my husband is gay. I just came out. Thank yep. you. I'm I also. Uh, hey, gay people, are you gay? <laughs> I, I am. am. <laughs> I love TikTok. TikTok sounds. Uh, and mostly, when you come to the world of travel nursing, most of the assignments are on night shift. Really? Yeah, because a lot of staff nurses pick the the day sure. shift roles. Yeah, it's hard to fill night. I guess. Yeah. Well, so do you? Do you also get that differential? <laughs> it's all combined. Yeah, it's all combined. It's okay. all combined. Right. Well, I thought I'd. Hey, it's hey, you know what though? Then. Ask. Yeah, definitely ask. I mean, why not? Definitely. I ask. think the bottom line is, 
when it comes to travel nursing, there's so many agencies. Don't take the first offer, no. right? Shop around. This is you. You are representing yourself. Nurses, we are lovers and we are caregivers. We are not good business people and good advocates for ourselves. And a lot of times we don't know our worth. I think that's because a lot of times hospitals always devalue us and always abuse us that we just put up with it. And I think it's our chance and it's our turn to get what we're worth. Know every single one of you listening to this podcast are worth a lot more than you're getting paid right now. Yes, get your money. You deserve it. You're amazing. You're awesome. You deserve it. So you deserve to ask. And guess what? It doesn't hurt to ask. When no. Brett asks me out, he's like, hey, you little cutie, do you want to be with me? Sup. And I could have said no, but I said yes because I, he and asked. And I'm so glad you did. Because he Had asked. Had I not asked, right? we wouldn't be in this hotel room in Iowa City recording but the this podcast. Courtyard, this is the nicest courtyard, Mary, I've ever been at. <gasps> A train is coming through. Aww. This is so cute. So what's so interesting here, as we're walking by this neighborhood, there are porta potties Outside Everywhere. of every home. Yeah. I was like, do they not have bathrooms inside is their no, home? Is there no plumbing? Like, what's going on? <laughs> but what's so cool, we're right across from the stadium. Yep. Oh. The Iowa Seahawks. Hawkins. The Iowa Hawkeyes. Hawkeyes Seahawks in Seattle. Yeah. Hawk. Hawkeyes. <laughs> and what's so cool, it's just right across the street from the hospital. There's a big children's hospital that looks onto the stadium. Yeah. And I hear that every game, like, that attendees of the the Hawkeyes games like serenade the the children's hospital and it's all the kids. really cute really cute really so it's cute. right across the street but could you imagine if you were in an emergency and there was traffic oh the no ambulance is oh, gonna during get, a, a game what a disaster i know it's How a huge stadium huge stadium but what we figured out is all these houses have extra parking for the game that they charge to rent like a parking spot and i guess if you like offer parking to the general public you have to have a porta potty. Yeah, it must be a law that you need facilities if you're going to like rent out So your funny. Spots. Dude, you were watching the news and you said they were showing the price of corn. They were. Oh my god, so i was i was down at getting lunch yesterday down at their little restaurant in the lobby and on the tv was like the local news and on the bottom it had the current price of corn and beans isn't that so that would be like orlando <laughs> so news showing the current price of a disney of ticket disney passes <laughs> <laughs> that's so, in the attendance of disney that's yeah. so, this is a really cute town we walk everywhere here. i love it here it's so nice um yeah i keep smacking my lips <laughs> um insurance I don't think travel agencies and travel nurses get insurance, health insurance and stuff. You have oh, to have your own, which is a oh, big out-of-pocket expense. And listen, yeah. a lot of nurses, we're young, we're healthy-ish. We think we don't need insurance. Oh, you do. And you do. That you do. is, it's so sad when I see nurses that get sick or ill and don't have insurance. Yeah. And it's just a big money to bite. Yep. All of a sudden you get one... You know, you have a panic attack and you end up in the hospital. Nothing's nothing's physically wrong with you, but they want to keep you overnight. $10,000 bill. Yeah. Cannot talk them down because you're yeah. not an insurance company and yeah. you're just now in debt for 10 grand. Yeah. Like, it, it only takes the insurance, a moment. Get the insurance. Yes. That was you for a long time. I mean, you yeah. had insurance. You think, I don't need insurance. I don't need insurance. For insurance. a long time, that was me. And then, yeah. and then that happened to me. Yeah. Panic attack, end up in the hospital. And yeah. Wow, what a bill. There's still a lot of questions you want to ask. You know, do nurses still get paid even if their shift is canceled? There's a lot. You can't just like call out 
You can't call your manager. Like, it's can you pick up extra shifts? Like, all that goes through basically your recruiter, essentially. Let me also give a disclaimer about recruiters. So, as Blake mentioned, they, their job is to be your advocate. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. they are the agent. Yeah. Their, their job really is to pay you as little money as possible and to keep as much of the money for, from the contract as possible. That's so a good point. I, I, you are going to love your recruiter when you find the right one, but it is a business transaction. They are not your friends. So don't let your guard down. Be diligent. You know, go ahead and talk to other recruiters and make yep. sure that you got the right one. Yep. Um, you know, they, you, you should have a relationship where you can come to them and they will solve problems for you because you are making them money. Yep. Uh, you are an asset to them. Um, and, and hopefully you do have a great personal relationship with them, but just know they're in it for the money too. And if not, you can fire them. Absolutely. You can divorce them. It's like a relationship. Yeah. yeah. It's like a relationship. Get out of there if you Get don't out like there. it. Yeah, Don't be an abusive relationship. Since we're talking about traveling, which type of traveler are you and where should you go on your next trip? Discover the answers in this free quiz. Take the travel personality quiz. I'm going to do it right now. Oh, fun. Okay, cool. <laughs> this is our little game we're doing. Okay. Take the quiz. Um, which type mode of transportation do you prefer? Train, car, public transport, airplane, or bicycle? So listen, I used to love flying. And now I hate flying. Like my anxiety hates being stuck in a little tube and not being able to get out when I want to get out. I hate being stuck. Yeah, I can see that. So I would definitely say car. Yeah. Car for me. I like car trips. Yeah. Even though I sleep most of the time. Brett thinks I always like I'm going to give directions or stay up and talk with him. And he's like, babe. And then I'm sleeping in the back. sleep every chance you get. Shut up. (laughs) I actually prefer to walk. Um, you know, that was the one cool thing about living in Seattle. You could walk to work. You could, I mean, you could walk anywhere. So that I noticed I wasn't on there, but I think yeah. being walk in a place is, where you could walk to work, I think nice. is really cool. Yeah. Um, going on an epic adventure. Yes. Taking the time to enjoy the view. Relaxing and taking it slow or getting off the beaten path. I like going on epic adventures, and Brett knows that. Yeah. Even though I like to sleep all the time, if we're going on a vacation, we are going to be busy every Pringle seeking second. Every freaking single second. Pring- Pringle skittle Pringle second. Se- <laughs> Pringle skittle second. <laughs> it's because I'm hungry. Every single second. We have a few days off in the tour. We're going to spend some time in Austin, yep. right on Lake Travis, and we are going to be beekeepers for the day. Fun. I don't like bees. You hate bees. I I don't hate them. I don't like them because I could be allergic. Okay. We don't know. Okay. But I want to overcome my fear. Good. So I'm going to be, we're going to be beekeepers. That's going to be fun. And then we're going to take like a spiritual meditation adventure too. Exciting. So we're going to choose going on an epic adventure. What sounds like your ideal of a fun weekend activity? Yoga on the beach? No. Going on an awesome new hike? Maybe. Yes. Road trip? Fun? Yes. Taking a cooking class? No. No. <laughs> Exploring a new neighborhood in your city. We like road trips. Ro- well, yeah, road trips and going on mixed awesome with hike. hiking. We'll I want to take a road trip to a hike. We'll and say then hike. going on an awesome hike. Which well, of the following travel experiences sound most fun to you? Road tripping through Italy. Did, did that. 
So fun. Through Italy? In Italy, we got the little car. Oh, we never been to Italy. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I don't know what you want to do. We never been to... Speaking of international countries, we're planning my international tour. Working on it right now. So I surveyed my audience on Instagram. There were over... There was like a few thousand submissions and the most requested cities for me to bring my tour in countries, PTO Comedy Tour, were Canada, Mm -hmm. Australia, UK... Philippines. The Netherlands. The Netherlands. Philippines. Germany was one. And Mm -hmm. Switzerland. Yeah. So cool. Did I say Australia? Yeah. Love that. Uh, Which of the following sounds most fun to you? Road tripping through Italy, which we've never done. (laughs) No. (laughs) We've road tripped through France. Yeah. Um, Spotting wildlife in the Galapagos. Oh, fun. Learning how to speak Spanish in Central America. You know I've wanted to learn how to speak Spanish. Mm -hmm. Hola. Going on a ra- relaxing wellness retreat, sandboarding in the uh, Namibian desert. Namibian. Na- Namibian desert. Namibia. Probably either speaking Spanish or spotting wildlife in the Galap- Galapagos. Gua- I'd say Galapagos or Namibia because That'd that's be too. a gorgeous desert. Sure. A lot of landscape photographers go there to film. Absolutely uh, beautiful. Oh my God, there's I think Galapagos. Fun. What is your favorite type of destination? Cities filled with history, a secluded paradise beach, scenic roads, anywhere with outdoor adventures, or a remote jungle? I would love to say jungle, but I hate mosquitoes. Mm. Probably going on an outdoor adventure. Outdoor adventure. Which kind of includes jungle, maybe. Yeah, it's kind of like anywhere that's cool. I, we like beach vacations, but we're from Florida. And even yeah. a city filled with history and culture would be really fun. Yeah. I love that. But I would definitely make time for an outdoor adventure. Which do you like most about preparing for a trip? Reading about the history and culture, which we do, but I don't like to read so much. <laughs> Planning out all the adventurous activities, me. Mapping out the route, no. We never map out the route. We just go. Or plan, really. Yeah, true. Dreaming about getting to slow down and relax, or researching off-the-beaten-path things to do. I like activities. Yeah. Where would you rather stay? A vintage camper van? A luxury resort? A tent under the stars? Ah! A family-owned B&B or wilderness lodge? Oh my God, luxury resort for me. I like a luxury resort with activities. Yeah, can we have a luxury resort in the middle of nowhere in the Galapagos, please? (laughs) (laughs) That'd be great. Which travel ex- essential can't you travel without? Aw, Brett with two T's. Aw, is that one of the options? <laughs> <laughs> Hiking boots, a good book, your favorite playlist, travel journal, or camera. I'm going to say playlist because I love music. Boots for me. What do you like to do to relax? Take a bath? Me? Watch a Netflix documentary? Go to the nature? Go for a sunrise hike or drive around listening to your favorite tunes? Sunrise hike. I like Because I'm a morning person. <laughs> yeah. What is the first thing you do after a long journey? Take a nap. Me. Check out the local market. Stock up on snacks. Rest for a bit and then explore or start exploring ASAP. I like to take a nap when I'm exhausted. I, I like to explore. <gasps> Here we go. To get my results, I have to put in my email. Oh, my goodness. Perfect. Unique adventure. That's what we got. Okay. Adventure is your middle name. Do you know what my middle name is? Yeah. What? Cameron. Cameron. Yeah. Blake Cameron. 
Uh, when you travel, you like to be active and chase after unique thrills and adrenaline rushes. <laughs> that's it. That's what we learned. Wait, that's it? Yeah. It doesn't tell you where you should be a travel nurse? or It says where... Uh, no. Okay. This wasn't oh, a travel was nurse point. one. Oh. This was just traveling in general. Oh. Wow. I could have told you that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do they have travel nurses in the Galapagos? No, that's why I thought that was a funny option. That'd be hilarious. Because it's like, That'd um, be so funny. I don't think there's any. Maybe there. it was just California. Because mm. California is so big. Yeah. Pretty diverse. If I was a travel nurse, I would do an assignment in Hawaii. That'd be fun. That would be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. It would be really cool. Um, a lot of travelers go there. Um, we, Since we are halfway through the tour, almost, I want to do some tour reviews. Okay, fun. Um, so if you've seen the tour, please go out and give it a review on Ticketmaster. You could just go to Ticketmaster and type in Nurse Blake, and you'll be able to leave a review. I love reading the reviews, so if you could do that, that would be awesome. Um, one guy said uh, from Boston, he laughed all night. Every nurse joke hit home that my wit and style made him laugh, and he gave me one star. <laughs> Wait, what? And then right above it, he said, love the show, high energy and jokes I related to. My last review had only one star, but I thought I gave five. <laughs> I would have given 10 if I could. <laughs> wow. Uh, um, what a fan. Amazing. I had an amazing experience. The performer was amazing. The I mean, performer was amazing. It's <laughs> only fun person. I love when people do this. It's so funny. It's so funny. Nurse Blake Tampa show. Nurse Blake had me laughing from beginning to end, went in with no expectations, and found myself crying with laughter after the first minute. Highly recommend checking it out. I could definitely see him having a Netflix special for sure. Fun. I think it would be so cool. You know, my... Not every nurse could come see my show. A lot yeah. of nurses are working. A nurse, we were just getting coffee, and this nurse is like, she came to whisper to me. She's like, are you who I think you are? And I was like, I may be who I think you am. I may be who you think I am. And she's like, I think so. She's, I was like, are you coming to the I'm show? Like, why are you whispering? And she's like, no, because I'm working. And then she just Call left. Off, girl. <laughs> Call off. It was, it was so funny. Was so fun. not every nurse could see my show. So I think having a Netflix special would be so fun. But I need your help. If you can, tag Netflix, post about Netflix, email Netflix about my special because they won't pick up my calls. <laughs> I'm like, why won't they pick up a nurse call? So definitely put some pressure on them and hopefully we'll have a Netflix special. It's really cool because your content, like, you know, plenty of nurses bring like a, a spouse or a date to the show, and they get into it. They have just as much fun, if not more, than the nurses. Mm -hmm. I make sure that the show, you could be a teacher, a flight attendant. You could be a cashier at Target and still laugh and have a great time at the show. Someone said, amazing PTO tour on point. Everything was smooth from start to finish. Uh, my friend and I spent a hilarious 90 minutes laughing the entire time. I love that. Love that. Someone said <laughs> three stars because um, they said the event was great, but finding the theater was hard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Listen, this isn't where you rate your navigation system. This is, <laughs> this is not where you rate your navigation system. Parking was hard. I give it two stars. Five Love the stars. Show. Awesome. Endless stars. Awesome show. This is really weird that I'm rating my own show. 
you should be reading these for me. No, you're doing Someone says, five stars to go. You won't be disappointed. Needed this laugh so much. I love when people post and tag me on social media about the tour because then I always, like, it's so fun seeing people like go out for drinks or go out with their mom who's a nurse or bring their dad. And it's just so fun seeing the multiple generations. Oh, yeah. Um, I do do VIP experience after every show. A lot of people don't know about that. It's like a Q&A. We get some pictures. So if you're interested in the VIP option experience after the show and you're coming to one of my shows, just call the theater or venue and they'll yep. be able to set you up with tickets. Typically, you know, after every show, I would go and hug everyone and meet everyone. But with COVID and all the, the venues policies and stuff, I'm unable to do that. So the only way to be able to do that is through the VIP experience. Yep. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, people were tagging me and there were these posts going around on social media like, tag your favorite artist or vlogger. And so many people were tagging me. Aww. I had no idea people were tagging me. Oh, I love that. I know. So it was so cool to be able to see their comments. Are you an artist? Stuff. No. I'm not <laughs> yes, even a vlogger. Are. Comedians are artists. I'm not an artist. I'm not a vlogger, but it was so nice to, I oh, guess I am. Cute. It was so nice to see everyone's comments. And that's that. cute. I love that. Uh, back to travel nursing. Um, do it. If you want to do it. Now's the time. Now is the time to be a travel Go nurse. get it. So- there's some that are paying like $10,000 a week. A week. A week. Really? It's half a million a year. You can't get that anywhere else. Oh my gosh. Do it right that, now. That CNO money. So the steps. Graduate, obviously pass the NCLEX. Get your experience and the specialty you're passionate about for one or two years. Talk to multiple recruiters. It's like dating. Get around. Get around. Yes. Accept an offer that makes you happy. Um, and then do it. Take the leap. Pick your city and, get and a state CPA. and go. And get a CPA. Big. Big, big, Because how big, cool big, is big, this? Big, you're big. making so much money, you need a CPA now. Because you're so rich. Yeah. And you need a lawyer to look over these contracts yeah. and everything. Be a boss. It's so, Be a it's boss. so funny. And shout out to all the awesome travel nurses out there. I know, you know, some environments you're working in are difficult and challenging, and you might not feel the love being a traveler. But uh, I just think it's important that every nurse, you know, support each other. Uh, now more than ever. So no matter if they're a staff nurse or a traveler, we're all nurses and we're all there to care for our patients. Absolutely. That's it. Anything else about travelers? I, think I don't think so. Travelers think are we awesome. covered it all. They're freaking amazing. Yeah. My best friends are travelers. So be friends with a traveler and they will show you the world. Yes. <laughs> they will take you to all the fun spots and places. Um, cool. Perfect. Awesome. Um, shout outs to Mackenzie. Shout out to all my awesome ER nurses at Valley Medical Center in Renton, Washington. Nice. Renton. Renton. You guys are killing it in this time right now. Also, a huge shout out to my nurse twin, Hannah, who got me through residency in these last four years on night shift. So happy for you in your new role and so proud that you made the leap. Love you. Aw. Amy. My name is Amy. I've been a nurse for 16 years. I want to shout out to the best team, the NICU at Children's Hospital of Michigan in Detroit. It's been really tough lately with short staffing and increased patient acuity, but we still manage to give the best care to our patients and their families. You all inspire me every day to continue and grow to be the best nurse that I can be. Our team rocks. Go Detroit. We were just in Detroit. That's where I'm from. We were having breakfast and there was this group of nursing students, remember? Yep. They look just like nursing students. Yeah. They were so excited about life. They were in their scrubs. I think they were on a break from clinical or going into clinical. 
And I wanted to go up and say hi, but I was like, I don't know. They're not going to know who I was. So we ended up paying for their meal. And some of them, actually, their preceptor like came to the show that night. It was awesome. That was so cute. It was, that was so, so cute. funny. Um, Becca, I want to give a shout out to my coworker, Melissa and Shannon. We work at a 23-bed inpatient hospital. Small. 23 yeah. beds. Wow. Called Arizona Spine and Joint Hospital. They are wonderful coworkers, and we make such a great team. I also need to give a shout out to our lead CNA, Chris. He makes our job easier because he's such an awesome CNA and always knows what we need and how to help us get the job done and done right. I believe our patients are so well cared for, and they deserve that. I love doing shout outs. Oh, they're so fun. And Kiara. I am a second semester nursing student at Linfield's ABSN program, and I want to give a special shout out to my entire hardworking cohort and to my first nursing school friends, Erica and Sophia. They constantly inspire me to be the best I can be, and their jokes are almost as funny as Nurse Flakes. Oh, I love that. We all got tickets to your tour in Portland, Oregon. Fun. On our first week of clinicals, and we cannot wait to have the best night with all the fun Pacific Northwest nurses. I wonder if they're going to be at the early show or the late show. There's two. We did one show last week. No, it was not last week. It was like Friday. Grand Rapids. <laughs> that was a 1030 show. That one it was fun. It got crazy. <laughs> but yeah. no, every show's crazy. Every show's crazy. Every yeah. show's crazy. You, you sometimes turn up a little bit for the, for the late show. Every show's turned up. One time I turned it up a little too much. Well, we were at, yeah. Well, we were actually joking that your early show, we were like, oh my God, you you were so turned up on this one. Like, I don't know how you're gonna top that for the for the late show, but <laughs> you did. They're all pretty they're all so much fun. Well, what I think is really cool about live comedy shows is everyone's different. They're all different. You know, like it's a it's a new experience. Every time I get off stage, you or Jeff will be like, Oh my god, you did this and you didn't do that last time. Yeah, or you'll throw new jokes in. I'm like, I don't know. It just happens. Yeah. Like, it's all based on vibe. It's not scripted. Like, I have my points I want to talk about and stuff in the stories, but I say them differently, like, every night. And you really feed off the crowd, which is Every so crowd is so different. And, so, and every theater and venue is different. Yeah. So, I love it. So, I would love to see you guys out on the tour. If you don't have tickets yet... You could get tickets on nurseblake.com. You could also add the VIP experience at the end of the show. If you are working the night of one of the shows and you can't come, call off. Like Fred said, just call off. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's fine. No one will know. It's going to be fine. Thank you all so much for tuning into the podcast. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. You could also download it podcast on Spotify. And if you've seen the show, I would love to know your feedback. Go out and leave a review on my Ticketmaster page. I love uh, seeing all those out there. Yes. <laughs> oh, and if you want to leave shout outs, go to yeah. nurseblake.com slash podcast, podcast and submit shout outs or questions for Blake. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Until next time. Bye. Bye, everybody.